You're listening to the Holistic Nootropics Podcast, your home for holistic, evidence-based cognitive enhancement strategies. And now your host, Eric Levi. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Holistic Nootropics Podcast, where we discuss using nootropics, biohacking, and nutrition to help you boost your cognition. My name's Eric. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner. And today on the podcast, I have Tim James. Tim is the host of the Health Hero Podcast and the founder of chemicalfreebody.com. Tim, welcome to the Holistic Nootropics Podcast. Eric, hey, brother. Thanks for having me on. Uh, pleasure to be here and excited to share with the guests. Hopefully, there's uh, they get one gold nugget they can take home and take action on and get some results in their life. That's what I'm all about. Yes, that's what we're all about. We're going to dive into your story, dive into your brand, what you're doing here in the health space. Before we do, just want to do a couple quick housekeeping things. First off, if you are new to the Holistic Nootropics podcast and you love what you're seeing, you love what you're hearing, do us a favor, subscribe to the podcast, whether you're listening to this on your phone, if you're watching this on YouTube, just hit that little subscribe button. It's 2021 or 2022. You know how to do this. Super simple. Hit that big red fat subscribe button. And if you enjoy what you're watching or listening to, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave the podcast a five-star review. If you don't like what you're listening to, then let's just keep it between us. You know, you don't got to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave any reviews if you're like feeling like a one star or two. So let's just keep it between us. You know what I mean? But if you're really feeling this, head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. And if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a nice little comment down in the comment section below. And I will do my best to respond to all those because I love and support everybody who is supporting us. We're trying to get this thing growing so we can get bigger guests like our friend, Mr. Tim James here today. And so we can keep bringing you guys as much value as possible to help you hack in your brain, hack in your body and live in a better life. So with that, let's bring our guest, Tim in. Tim, you have a very interesting, um, I would say kind of brand, you know, you have a whole organization here, all dedicated to natural health. I love it. I love the shirt you're wearing. I uh, totally believe <laughs> in that message right there. Um, and I think we have similar origin stories that, you know, kind of combine this power of natural health and natural healing. So, you know, before we jump into the, the real meat and potatoes of the podcast, let's get your hero story, your superhero story. How did you get into the world of natural health? What turned you on about the space? And, you know, what are you doing nowadays with, with all of this health hero stuff? Cool, man. Well, uh, I guess it goes back to my, my history. I grew up on a farm uh, over in Eastern Oregon. We had a cattle and hay farm. We raised Hereford cattle, grass hay. So I was out in nature a lot, um, a lot of work to do. We had a huge garden. I was up in the mountains a lot. Cutting, I actually put myself through uh, college cutting firewood picked a lot of morel mushrooms in the spring and, you know, hunting and fishing 24 seven was kind of the thing over there. And, um, I grew up on the standard American diet. Uh, I played baseball at a high level. Uh, we had chickens and between my, my, our farm and my neighbor's farm, he was kind of a rodeo star. He, we had horses and cows and ducks and pheasant, not pheasants, but we shot them. <laughs> I actually shot one, one time on the way to school, um, by his barn. But anyway, we had, I mean, we had everything dude, pigs and, we had, we had all the animals, ducks, geese, rabbits. I mean, it was crazy. And so I really grew up around nature, loved it. Um, you know, fast forward, um, age 37, I was a financial advisor. I had a mortgage, a couple kids, wife, and, um, you know, coaching their sports. Now I'm no longer doing it. And, and, uh, I'd found myself gaining two, three, four pounds a year, uh, struggled with that. And then eventually developed, um, acid reflux. And then it got worse and worse. I was eating tons and roll age 24 seven. I know a lot of people can relate to that and gas and bloating. 
Um, and then I got uh, eczema started developing on my left knee and I got worse and worse every year. And then finally it was on both of my elbows and then those started cracking and bleeding, especially in the wintertime. It was terrible. I'd bleed and go over to your house and hang out and somebody'd be like, Hey, what's this blood over here? And it's like, ah, oh, it was me. And I'd have to go over and clean the wall or clean the couch. And, and, and then it got worse. I started, um, you know, not sleeping well, I had brain fog. Um, speaking of, you know, nootropics and stuff, I, I didn't even know what that word was back then. But I had bad mental clarity issues. Uh, here I was with you know three offices trying to run this, help my uh, this my mentor run this big financial firm, and um, just wasn't like just wasn't you know wasn't healthy. It was getting, I thought I was. I had been an athlete my whole life, but I was in denial. And then um, then I started bleeding rectally. So for those of you that are listening, you can't see my shirt that Eric commented on. It says love when you poop, because when I pooped, it was a painful process on a scale of one to 10. It was about a six or seven on the pain scale, followed by blood. So here I am bleeding on my elbows. My knee is bleeding. I'm bleeding rectally every day. And um, uh, I my my world was shrinking because my universe was shrinking because I would go to the beach or whatever. And I didn't want to take my shirt off. Um, I was embarrassed. Not so much about the weight because everybody else was overweight too. It seemed like, but it was more of the, the, the skin. It just, I looked like a salamander or something like that. It looked kind of weird and, and it was embarrassing. So that wasn't cool. Um, and then it got worse. Then I went on a plane uh, trip. Uh, we went down to Northern Brew on a vacation with my wife and her dad, who was a medical doctor who had never taken a vacation in 30 years. So this guy was a workaholic first vacation. Imagine this. He basically was a medical doctor, still had some patients, but he ran a, one of the largest clinics in Lima, Peru. We were just down there having a blast was out in a fishing boat and we chartered and all of a sudden I started getting sick and everybody thought it was, you know, motion sickness, but I'd been out in those boats before in Hawaii and stuff like that fishing and nothing had ever, I never got sick. I, other people did, but it never bothered me. So I said, well, it must be just different or something. And then I got home and it just and it didn't go away and it got worse and before too long, dude, I'm bent over at a 90 degree angle, extreme pain. He tests me out. He's like, dude, he's like, we have to get you to a hospital immediately. I missed the plane flight by 30 minutes out of there. Cause there's only one plane flight a day. I mean, we're up just South of Ecuador in a place called tomb base. So we bought a van or rented one. And then they drove me in the middle of the night, six hours down this bumpy ass road to Peora, Peru. And I have to tell you, that was the most horrible experience of my life because it was a super bumpy road and every single bump, it was like, every single bump was pain, pain. And right in my gut, it was like, ow. So I'm literally sitting there in pain, sweating, sweating my, just going like crazy. I get there to the hospital. I'm completely exhausted. I'm, I'm done. I'm just worn out from, from the pain and the sweating and the bumps and the, it's just the pain, dude. It was like six hours, like torture. And then I get there and then I'm, I go into an examination room and I'm in a third world country, dude. There's like bugs flying around in the, in the, in the, um, um, the light above me. And I'm thinking, wow, I can't even use my health insurance. I've always paid into it. <laughs> now I can't use the damn thing. Um, so they, he had me, had them dope me up. And then they put me on a commercial plane flight. You're not supposed to do this because he wanted the surgery to take place at his hospital with his surgeons. And, um, man, I got off that commercial plane flight, took a taxi and they took me right out of the taxi onto a gurney and right into surgery and, um, saved my life. And then, um, I spent the rest of my time recovering. And then my wife wheelchaired me back into the United States as I was recovering. And two big lessons came out of that. Number one, I don't ever want to have surgery again. That sucks. And that's when your life is out of control. And number two is that my poor health doesn't affect just me. 
it affects everybody else around me because I destroyed that trip for my wife and her dad. I felt terrible. I mean, the guy, the guy's been trying to get out of the hospital for 30 years. And then where does he end up back in the hospital, taking care of me? Unbelievable. And all that planning and stuff. So I come back home and I still don't know what to do. I'm trying high fat, low fat, high protein, low protein, high carb, low carb. I did. I mix things 12 ways to Sunday. Um, we even tried juicing, but I was doing a bunch of sugary stuff. Didn't know what I was doing. And then a buddy of my baseball team got cancer, Clay Mahoy and died and did chemo surgery and all that stuff. And, um, but he was 40 and he was in really good shape. I mean, this guy could have been like an underwear model. Um, uh, you know, good looking guy in shape and, and he gets stomach cancer. Now we kind of chalked it up cause he chewed tobacco. So it runs down your throat and probably that's what caused it. But my aunt had died of skin cancer, melanoma, and my grandma had died of brain cancer. So my experience with cancer at that point was you get it and you die. That's it. That's all I'd ever seen personally firsthand. And then after that, my buddy Charles at age 43 gets chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is supposedly this incurable blood cancer. And he says, he calls me to his office and drops the news. And I'm thinking, oh crap, I'm going to lose another friend. And now I'm starting to freak out, dude, because like people are dying. My friends are dying my age. Right. And I'm not healthy. And I'm, and Charles was like a vegetarian. So I'm like, if he's getting cancer, I'm screwed. So he said, Hey, look, man, um, I'm going to go to the Hippocrates health Institute. They're kind of this detox nutrition clinic in Florida. They've been around 60 years and I want you to go with me to support me. And I said, I'm in, I'll do whatever you want. So January 1st, 2011, we flew uh, to West Palm beach, Florida to the Hippocrates health Institute. And then on the way there, he said, Oh, by the way, when we get there, there's no meat, there's no dairy, there's no salt, there's no sugar, there's nothing cooked over 115 degrees and there's no vinegar. And I'm like, uh, there's no meat. You know, he's talking to the, like the hunter. Right. And just to give people an idea, like I have two boys and I named them Cody Hunter James and Kyle Fisher James, because I hunted and fished a lot. So my, just to show you how steeped I was in hunting and fishing, I named, I named my sons after it. Okay. And he's like, no meat. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm on a plane flight here. My, I think I'm going to lose a friend to cancer. And if it wasn't for him, there's no way, dude, I would have set foot in that place. So for those listening, I don't want you to shut down if you're eating meat. I'm not saying to not eat meat. I'm just saying this is what happened. They, they put you on a living food diet and healing diet. And, you know, um, we can talk more about that later. But so this was just for for him and his cancer situation, right? Trying to be as clean as possible and trying to activate his immune system as much as possible and, and, re, and, and redirect all that energy from digestion back to building immunity. So anyway, day one, we go there. And guess what? My acid reflux was gone. Like, dude, the doctor had me try wanted me to do Prilosec, gave me a bunch of stuff, creams for my elbows, my eczema, nothing had ever worked. Day one, my acid reflux is gone. And um, by day three, I was kind of detoxing, had night sweats. I was irritable. I had a metallic taste coming out of my tongue as I was doing this. Kind of what's called a, a Hertz reaction or natural detox is all this crap's coming out of me that I've been putting in my body all these years. And um, that day we went to a class called internal awareness. And this doctor comes out and he's very fit lots of muscles actually was a bodybuilder, him and his wife. And he just turned 50 and he looked like he was 40. And that was the common theme there, man. The people that worked there looked about 10 to 20 years younger than their age. So I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Cause I'm a skeptic. I'm like, how could this little podunk place help people heal a cancer? That's ridiculous. We've got the best people on the planet race for the cure. All this money's being spent and they haven't figured it out since Nixon. So, and it's getting more prevalent every year, more and more people are dying of cancer. So obviously we've got to national crisis here. And how could this little place help people? So I was very skeptical. Um, and then, you know, during that internal awareness class, this doctor talked about how we have about average person. Now listen to this, this blew my mind. The average person has six to 12 pounds 
of impacted fecal material in the colon, just sitting there rotting and putrefying. That's average. And, um, and we, and the doctor looked at me and he said, Tim, you got 10 pounds of crap in a five pound bag. And if you ever want to be healthy, truly healthy, you have to clean up your system. And why that had happened was, is a lack of, it was basically a lack of drinking water and cooked processed foods. That's what it was. Cause the first place I learned that our body goes for water is where it's the colon. So if your blood needs water, your brain needs water, your lymphatic garbage removal system needs water. The first place it goes to the colon and 95% of us are not drinking enough water. Therefore the colon gets basically dried out and it starts getting impacted. And on top of it, we have the chemicals and, and the cooked processed foods going in there. And it's just not once or twice you eat bad, but it's a lifetime, right? Day in and day out, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you're having these cooked processed foods. And you're not drinking enough freaking water. So, okay. That all made sense. But then he said, the solution is, is we're going to get you a colon hydrotherapy session. Now, are you familiar with that? Oh yeah. Okay. So for those that aren't listening, I wasn't, it's a colonic or colon hydrotherapy. You basically sit on a tube rectally or you have a technician in there with you. Uh, depends on the type of machine you have, whether it's an open or closed system and water gently goes in and out of your colon for an hour and it cleans your colon out. It gets that nasty funk and gunk and junk out of there. Um, I didn't want to do it. Wasn't going to do it. I told Charles emphatically, I said, Hey dude, I come here to help you, but that is not going to be in the program for Tim James until the doctor showed virtual colonoscopies of four people. The first one was a 24, 25 year old female that had uh, uh, Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid issue and thrush, which is a yeast infection deal inside of her colon was like white and yellow and nasty from that yeast infection. It was disgusting. And then they went to a 65 year old male with colon cancer and parasites. It was all black and dark Brown and nasty. And, and then um, you, you expect Brown to be in there. Cause it's, it's, you know, it's the, it's a waste removal system. Your poop is supposed to be brown, right? So, but, and he looked at everybody, he said, hey, and he goes, and don't think this, this parasite thing is an, an odd event. Over 50% of you easily in America have parasites, easily. And, um, and we're not just talking about pinworms and hookworms and tapeworms. We're talking about that you can see in the stool. We're talking about smaller microscopic parasites that live in you. And all of these, all of these parasites are out of control because of your body's broke down. Your immune system's not out of whack. And they are literally eating your food, drinking your drinks, urinating and defecating and you creating more acid. And then they're having sex and laying lots of eggs in you. So now I, he's got my attention, man. I'm freaked out. I'm like, oh, I want to get that shit out of there. I want, I'm, I'm freaked out, like literally. Then he goes to like a 45-year-old female with breast cancer and colitis or Crohn's. Her gut was all jacked up and it was all nasty in there. And then he switches over and said, now this is a person's colon that's been on the Hippocrates lifestyle. And what that is, is like a lot of fresh stuff It's fresh. The freshest stuff you can get fresh, clean water, fresh green juice, wheatgrass shots, sprouted nuts, sprouted seeds, sprouted beans, sprouted grains, um, lots of, you know, broccoli sprouts and sunflower sprouts and pea sprouts and buckwheat lettuce and peat, all this stuff like living foods was kind of their motto. It's not the food in your life. It's the life in your food. So they were really big on these living foods. And, um, and I'm like, okay. And they, we go in and look at this person's colon dude. And the terrain was completely different. You could see the, the, the intestinal walls were clean. Um, there was brown stuff in there, obviously for the poop and stuff, but the, the blood vessels and it was just, the terrain looked healthy. It looked different. And, and that's when it clicked for me. And I'm like, oh, it's an inside job. You have to, and I'm like, all of a sudden I started looking at myself like a tractor or that I'd worked on or a lawnmower or a car. It's like if the car's not running well and you have these check engine lights, you don't just put better fuel in it instead of putting regular, you put premium. No, you take it into the shop because if you don't take it into the shop and have a mechanic look at it or do it yourself, that car is going to break down and leave you stranded 
or um, if you put it off and then go in later, the repair bill is going to be huge. So either way, waiting is a problem. And, but we're doing that with our vehicle, our body. And we don't, and, and we've been disconnected from nature. So people have lost their instincts. We're, we're, we've been taught as a society to go to other people, hand your power over to somebody else, and they're going to take care of your health. I'm here to tell everybody listening today that the only way you're going to have true health is you have to take 100% responsibility for it and take that power back. That's what has to happen. And that's what they taught us there. So I'm like, okay, I'm in man. So the next day I do the colon hydrotherapy thing, even though I didn't want to before those photos, thank God he showed me those. And I went in, they weighed me. I did the hour long colon hydrotherapy session. And then an, and an hour later, they weighed me again. And I dropped 10 pounds of impacted fecal material. And that started my journey. Um, by the fifth day at the process at that Institute, um, Charles and I got done doing our morning routine, working out, doing our hot cold plunge and the saunas and all this stuff. And I walked back to him. I said, dude, do you feel as good as I do? He's like, yeah, I feel great. I said, I feel my mental clarity is ridiculous. My arms are literally tingling with energy. I've already lost 11 pounds. Um, I, I feel amazing. I said, dude, I feel like I'm 18. And at the time I was 37. And I said, we have discovered the fountain of youth. Like this is literally what people, have, it's nature. And I said, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to give up all meat except for bacon. And we're going to go home and I'm going to start growing sprouts and juicing with you. And we're going to, you're going to heal yourself of cancer, dude, just like all these other people are, seem to be doing around here. And that's exactly what we did. We came back, we started juicing, did all things. And in two and a half years, Charles healed himself, no chemo, no surgery, no radiation of this so-called incurable cancer. I saw it right in front of my face. And we started telling everybody about it. And I've had over 5,500 people to my house for these detox nutrition classes, turned it into a business, got out of the financial services industry. And now we just talk about uh, gut health, cleaning up the gut, the chemical pollution, getting that crap out and, and plugging your butt back into nature so that your immune system can start healing you up. Man. Wow. That, uh, that's a really awesome story. Thanks so much for sharing that with us, you know, because there's so many, there's so many nuggets there's so many little nuggets in there that, you know, that you did that, first of all, was relatable in your story before you even went to the Hippocrates Institute. Um, in fact, I was uh, working on something this morning and I was just randomly doing research on acid reflux. Uh, you know, diagnosed in the Western world, 20 percent of adults are diagnosed with GERD. Um, and yeah, when you, terrible, when you think about, I don't know if you were ever actually formally diagnosed with it, but, um, I know there are at least twice as many of those who are not diagnosed, who just kind of deal with it day to day. They don't want to go to the doctor and get the, you know, whatever the drug is, or maybe it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's like a fleeting thing where it happens, not enough to go to the doctor, but enough to know where you're like, Oh, I can't, I can't enjoy my life because I know if I eat that or I drink that or I go to bed at that time that I'm going to have problems. Or I know people who aren't diagnosed who can't even sleep because of the acid reflux is so bad. So, oh yeah, dude, I had a lady in my financial, when I was a financial practice, three times I had to send her home because she was in so much pain. The acid was coming up and I'm like, this is before I knew any of this stuff. And I was like, you need to go see a different doctor, I think, because you can't just keep going down this path. So they did. And then she came back. I had to send him home again. I was like, look, maybe you should look at like a naturopathic doctor because the two Western medical doctors haven't helped you. And they did that. I mean, these people had a schedule of real estate. They had tons of properties. They were multimillionaires, mm -hmm. but she couldn't even sleep at night. She had to set up and try to sleep because if she laid down, the acid would come up. And it's like, that's, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. You yeah. have nothing. So I put everything now, I invest everything into my health. I don't care what it takes, what it costs. 
I'm number one. I do that. And I try to lead by example, because if you don't have that, what does it matter if you got an extra few bucks and, and but you can't like tie your shoes and you got to wear Velcro shoes, right? Just because you can't bend over or you got, or you're, you're, you're living in fear because you got some disease that's manifested itself from lack of back loving yourself basically. Yeah. And, and gut issues are like, it, it's the, it's the first real alarm you get that something even bigger is a problem, right? That mm -hmm. like, it's telling you that your lifestyle, it's not just diet. That's the thing. It's, it's not just diet. It's so many parts go into uh, gut issues and specifically acid reflux, like acid reflux, that's your upper GI, that's your stomach, that's stomach acid. You haven't even gotten down to your duodenum. You haven't even gotten down to your small intestines and then eventually into your colon. And it's like, I always tell people, it's like, think about that. Think about Indiana Jones, the movie, right? I, I watched the movie so long ago, but there's that classic scene. It's in every like highlight reel of great movies. Indiana Jones running from the boulder coming mm -hmm. down, you know, and that's like what food is when it doesn't get broken down by stomach acid properly, uh, in your upper GI, it starts off as like this, this tiny bolus, you know, this, this I think it's chyme or, uh, it's like a tiny bolus that doesn't get broken down. The undigested food now becomes a problem for your small intestine where it's going to start causing problems. It's going to like, just start banging around your upper GI. And then it's going to work its way very slowly down your colon. If it makes it down there at all. And then all the way it's causing dysbiosis. It's causing Crohn's it's causing colitis. It's causing diverticulitis. And then by the time it gets to your colon, it's, it's not broken down. It's not going to leave. It's going to sit there. And like you said, putrefy. And, uh, that's an interesting stat. I think you said 10 to 15 pounds. I've actually heard 20 plus pounds. Most people have of undigested fecal matter in their colon. Well, um, the Hippocrates they've had back in 2011, they already had over 600,000 people through their door doing this process. So they had a lot of experience, right? Yeah. I was actually started by a gal named Ann Wigmore that healed herself of colon cancer with, um, grass and grass juices and herbs. Her mom was or actually her surrogate grandmother was the Lithuanian village doctor back in the day. So natural healing was passed on. But, um, you know, one thing that I did want to um, mention was, is cause a lot of people are like, well, how could that possibly help? Cause you know, 60 days after this process, when I got back, I dropped the 42 pounds. I had, um, uh, my mental clarity was amazing. I, my energy was great. I started exercising again. I was back at it and the, all my health issues, like both of my elbows, the, the skin issue was gone. I had another skin issue. I forgot to talk about my shoulder that was gone. And it took about eight months for the patch on my knee to go away just because, you know, it took a long time getting there, but the lifestyle changed everything for me. So why did that happen? So, so radically, well, what I've learned is, is that viruses, bacterias, mold, yeast, fungus, and parasites or mutagens, cancers, they love a high acid, low oxygen environment. They thrive in it. Okay. This is the perfect breeding ground for these deals. What was my lifestyle? It was stressful. It was very acid. Everything I was eating was acid based pretty much. And it was very low oxygen, right? When I went to Hippocrates, what did they put me on? They cleaned me up inside out first. We were doing enemas, dude. We were actually implanting wheatgrass rectally. And people hear about that. They think it's crazy, but you would take four to six ounces of wheatgrass after an enema or a colon hydrotherapy session, go back to your room. They actually gave us, everybody gets educated in that three and a half hour class, um, internal awareness, how to use an enema bag. I'd never done it before. I thought it was crazy, but you put wheatgrass up your butt. And in two seconds, it goes up the hepatic vein into the liver and starts detoxing your liver. 
and it's bringing oxygen into there. So it's fantastic. This is how Ann Wigmer healed herself of her colon cancer. It was, she was supplying with nutrients and, and, and oxygen. So everything was super high oxygen, super alkaline. And what happens is you just basically change the internal terrain. And when you change the terrain, it was like, um, you know, a polar bear being uh, dropped, you know, all of a sudden it's just dropped on West Palm Beach, Florida. And it's 80 degrees. That polar bear is going to get me the hell out of here. This is not the environment that I want. Right. Or penguins, they would leave and go back up north or go down south. They want to get away from that's not an environment conducive for them. When I changed the internal environment to my my body, I changed how um, my my genes were actually expressing themselves. And my body started to heal the viruses, the bacteria, the molds, the yeast, the fungus, these mutagens, cancers, everybody started packing their bags and they started leaving. And that's where people in the beginning, they don't feel good when they go to a place like this for two or three days, because all these things are exiting the body through respiration, perspiration, defecation, urination, and with women through menstruation, they have an extra pathway of elimination. And we would see people with rashes breaking out. Like I said, I had night sweats. I was irritable. I had a metallic taste coming out of my tongue but people had rashes breaking out. We even saw parasites crawling out of people's pores. One time at lunch, a parasite was crawling out of a lady's eye. Wow. And, and it's because we were changing the terrain. So that's it. It's an inside job. If you want to be healthy from you, it's an inside out ladies. If you want to have beautiful skin, forget the skin creams and lotions and stuff. Take care of your intestinal tract. Work really hard on setting up a, a, a beautiful environment for your intestinal villi, these hair-like structures. If you take care of them, they will take care of you. They're responsible for pulling nutrients in through this intestinal lining and moving your food throughout you through that peristaltic gut action. And if you take care and have beautiful intestinal villi and they're working properly, I promise you, you're going to have beautiful skin and you're going to glow and people are going to be making comments on you because we have that all the time ourselves and with our clients. Um, wow, your skin glows or wow, your hair's coming in thicker. And, you know, your hairdressers start asking questions and stuff. What are you doing? You know, who's your, mm -hmm. who's your plastic surgeon? Well, I actually started doing surgery without a knife on my gut from the inside out. I changed my life. I cleaned up my, my diet and, um, there's, there's a lot that goes to it, but it's, it's pretty simple actually. Yeah. And really at the end of the day, um, you know, cause I was a vegan for a couple of years and that was kind of part of my like health metamorphosis. It actually all started with a, like a gut cleansing protocol for me. Mm -hmm. I had had gut issues, actually a very similar story, uh, not to the extreme of yours was where I was, you know, keeling over in a foreign country and going <laughs> through back roads or whatever, but it was pretty scary. I was, I was basically homeless living out of my car, driving around like these little towns around America doing comedy and just same thing ended up in the emergency room, you know, with a rectal issue, had a doctor take, you know, a couple fingers, put them up my bum and say, you know, you got, uh, you got hemorrhoids and it's going to require surgery and oh, it's just by the grace of God or whatever. I, I actually said, this is actually where I started believing in God. And I hope I don't like, you know, alienate anybody. This isn't like about religion or anything like that, but I literally for the first time in my life, after I got the diagnosis, and was told I would have to get surgery, which I didn't have money for. I didn't have health insurance. I didn't even have a home. Um, I literally was in the parking lot of this doctor's office. And I pray, I looked up to this guy and said, please God help me or something like that. And within a minute, I got a phone call from a stranger cause I was couch surfing and he invited me to stay at his place. 
Turns out this dude's like a big time natural health guy. And he's like, Oh my, I told him what happened. He's like, dude, you need, you need fruits, you need vegetables, you need juices. Like, let me hook you up. And like, he's like, I just read this whole book about like natural healing. And it was just like the craziest, like coincidence, like, you know, it wasn't a coincidence, man. When you're, when you follow your highest excitement in life, the synchronistic, your life should be a synchronistic orchestration. Yeah. And that's That's exactly, that's exactly, it was just the craziest thing. And that was like my first, that was like the first time I turned it on in my head. Like there is something to diet and health. And it's crazy to think of it now where I am and doing all the things I do with this stuff to think like there was a time that I never put diet and health together. But as soon as I made that connection, it was like, it wasn't just smooth sailing. It was a lot of work. And then, you know, a few more years down the road, we started get, I started doing the colon hydrotherapy. I got big into that. Um, you know, up until even recently I was doing an enema or a couple of coffee enemas a week. Um, because I do believe in them. That was a major transformational thing for me, but it actually started with me going to a specialist and getting colon hydrotherapy. Thank God for Groupon back in the day, by the way, shout out to Groupon (laughs) because man, there were so many colon hydrotherapy Groupons on there. And if I couldn't get $150 service for, I think 25 bucks or whatever it was, I may not have ever done this. And it was again, transformational. And it's, it's so interesting that your stars, your story happened like that. And you know, a lot of times people come to my website or they come to, they find my podcast and they go, Oh, this guy's talking about nootropics. I want to do nootropics because they go, Oh, it's going to help my brain. It's got my memory. It's going to help my brain fog. But what this channel is really about more than anything else is about the story that you told, because this is a story that so many people have, which is the gut is suffering and the rest of the body is suffering. And for a lot of people who are looking for nootropics, they're their battle is more, like you said, from the inside out. You can't keep adding more L-carnitine or L-theanine or phenylparacetam or lines. You can't keep adding that stuff if you have all of this gunk in your gut, if you have dysbiosis, if your gut can't even properly absorb the nutrients you're taking in, which if you had acid reflux, you are not absorbing nutrients and enzymes and vitamins and minerals from Mm -hmm. the food you eat. Um, So- a hundred percent. I'm aligned with you with the story you told. And, you know, man, we need to embrace good poops. We have to embrace good poops and you got to celebrate every time you have one, have them at least once a day, a couple times a day. Um, that's when your body, it's like that bolst of that, that, that burst of energy that, you know, that flow state that just winning at life, winning at life comes when your colon's clean, when your digestion's working properly. It's, it's just, it's just a full-on win-win situation. Yeah, man. Absolutely. And I got to tell you too, we're talking about nootropics and stuff. You know, I actually have, I don't think I brought up the wheatgrass thing very much about putting it up my rear because most people, I don't want to think people that I'm like crazy. Like, like I'm a, just a decent, regular, hardworking, I have a small business owner, but Hippocrates, they, they, they teach you that stuff because the chlorophyll in the grass is like so powerful. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. I actually did an implant like a couple days ago. And then I was downstairs talking to this uh, friend of mine. He's in, in his twenties. He's in a band. Uh, the, there's a band they play in our, our garage down here. And um, I, I told him, I was like, dude, I'm like, I am high right now. Mm-hmm. Like I am freaking it's crazy. Like when you put wheatgrass up rectally, it's, it's a nootropic. You know what else is a nootropic? Freaking clean, purified, restructured water, especially mm-hmm. if it's charged with molecular hydrogen. 
there's things out there that you can do and that will continue to clean and clean and clean and get all this funk and gunk and junk out of you, not just your digestive tract, but also your blood, your fat and your muscle tissues. It's foundational. You got to get that, take that car into the shop first and clean, 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 and then continue to clean because we live in a polluted world, right? Learn where this stuff's coming in and then stop putting it in Buy better products. Um, I'll give you an example. So like if your toothpaste says harmful of swallowed, please contact the poison control center. Every time you brush your teeth, you're poisoning yourself a little bit, aren't you? Absolutely. Cause it's going through your mucous membrane in your mouth, right into your bloodstream and you have no liver to filter it. So why would we do that? Or if your shampoo says sodium lauryl sulfate in it as a suffocant that makes it foaming agent, that's a known carcinogen causes cancer in people. Well, guess what? I came home. I looked at my toothpaste, harmful of swallowed. Please contact the poison control center. Dang it. Went over and looked at my shampoo. First ingredient was sodium lauryl sulfate. And I was like, what? Everything, Glade air fresheners in your body, your carpet is off gassing formaldehyde. Like everywhere we go, they have got chemicals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what blew my mind was a couple of years into this process, I, I type, when you guys are done listening to this show, go to your browser and type these three words in umbilical cord and chemical umbilical cord chemical. And you'll see the studies that I saw going back to 2005 that show that every single baby and young mother, when they're born, they test the umbilical cord blood. They tested for 400 chemicals. They found 250 of what they were looking for, about 71%. And 180 cause cancer in humans. 212 cause developmental brain disorders. These are supposedly the healthiest people on the planet, young mothers and babies. Our children are born polluted today. And this is why cancer has now overtaken accidents from our one to five-year-olds. It's the number one killer for our kids now is brain cancer. Think about that. Yeah. Right. It's not accidents. Now from five to 16, it's still accidents, but number two killer of our children is a tie between brain cancer and like leukemia lymphomas. So these are all what I've learned. It's all chemical, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to learn about this stuff and be smart about, it. we have to clean up our air. We need clean water, clean food. It'd be nice to have clean elections too. But um, if we have all that stuff going and it's clean and natural in nature and fresh, then guess what? Your body's going to respond to that. And see what people forget, Eric, is that we don't live with nature. Okay. Get that out of your head. We are an expression of nature. You are nature. Think about it. What's your body mostly made of? Water. And some minerals, right? If you have, when you, when you uh, cremate somebody, what's left minerals, look at the elemental chart. Where does all, where does water and minerals come from? Earth, nature, look at your digestive tract. There are bacteria in your gut. They're called gut microbiome or gut bacteria. If you go look at the soil, a healthy soil in nature that hasn't been sprayed with pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, larvicides, chemical fertilizers, tilled and over farmed, it will have soil bacteria or soil microbiome the same ones that are in your gut. We are, we are nature. And once people get that, all you have to do is like, it's like, Oh, I'm nature. Then guess what? Get the man-made chemicals, get them out of your body and start plugging yourself back into nature. Do a technology fest, get off the cell phones, shut off the news, go for walks, get out in nature. They do this over in China where they, they have therapy places where they just get off people off their laptops and their cell phones. They have them walk around in nature and they start healing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's also interesting too, because you know, we live in like this hyper information, hyper, uh, just a very fast paced world right now. And, you know, again, not to harp on this too much, but going back to the influence on digestion and just the way your body works in general. Um, when you start exploring like the sympathetic and parasympathetic 
autonomic, uh, uh, fractions of the autonomic nervous system, we start to find is that so many of these issues that we have, like your body, again, it's an expression of nature. I love that saying, I might even title this podcast that because that's so that this encapsulates so much goodness, but, um, you know, the body also isn't built to express this much stress hormone all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's what these, you know, when we're talking about chemicals, again, you know, I'm also guilty of this, which is like kind of overusing the phrase chemicals, because at the end of the day, everything's chemicals. The good food is chemicals. The bad foods come, everything's chemicals. But we're talking about like these man-made synthetic chemicals that are in the paint, in your wall, like in the dye, in your clothes, like everywhere. Right. And nothing more brought this to me to light to me than doing a, um, a great plains environmental toxin, um, urine analysis test, a, uh, um, organic acid tests. And you can test for, uh, I forget how many different chemicals, maybe like close to a hundred, uh, of these specific environmental chemicals and just seeing like these things that you can tie to gasoline, to fireworks, because I live in an area where people shoot off a lot of fireworks to, um, materials in your floor, materials in your walls, materials in your clothes. Um, this starts spiking your body's expression of stress hormones, cortisol, norepinephrine. And essentially when your body is in a constant state of fight or flight, it starts to shut down all of the natural healing mechanisms because what probably happened to you was you got all the bad stuff out and the body was like, Oh yeah, we know how to do this and put yourself back together again. But when your body is in a constant state of stress and cortisol and norepinephrine, and it might not even be, you might be doing the meditation. You might be doing the yoga. You might be doing the things to calm you down, but there's something still stressing your body out. And for a lot of people, it's environmental chemicals, it's mold, it's diet. Um, and for a lot of people to bring it back around to the digestion thing, a lot of people are eating very stressed out. A lot of people are eating while watching the news. They're eating while having arguments. They're eating, you know, driving in their car late to work. They're eating at their desk at work while answering emails and getting phone calls. You're shutting down your, your whole body's entire natural digestive process. And when you don't allow your body, when you don't allow the HCL in your gut to actually break down the, you know, the constituents of your proteins, of your fats, of your carbohydrates, and then eventually down to the enzymes. When you shut all that down, now you're dealing with issues where your body now no longer knows how to process food correctly. And then you become highly toxic in a lot of these chemicals. So, um, yeah, we're just in, and we're not only are we inundated from the outside, but we're also not giving ourselves a fighting chance to get back at it. Well, and a lot of people don't realize that there's over a hundred thousand chemicals out there and there's 2000 new chemicals being manufactured every year and only one quarter of 1% are tested. The rest are just released out there. So in that umbilical cord study, they looked for 400 chemicals. They found 71% of what they're looking for 250. So if we extrapolate that out and we just say a hundred thousand, we have the potential of having 71,000 toxic chemicals in our blood, fat, and muscle tissue that have bioaccumulated through air, water, food, and things that we put on our skin, our clothes, um, you know, lotions, potions, makeup, that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. So we have to have, uh, we want to bring awareness to this. Cause like you said, these microscopic, uh, uh, burden body burns are, are they're killers. Basically yeah. they're destroying your immune system. And just because you can't see them with the naked eye, doesn't mean they're not there. They are there. And if you get tested, the blood won't lie or the urine won't lie. Everybody's polluted, dude. And that's what I set back. I'm like, Oh my God. And the older we are, the more time we've had to bioaccumulate these things. Right. So that's why it works so well when people get this awareness and they start cleaning up their water, cleaning up their air. These are the inputs. 
like you were saying like earlier, like, Oh my God, I finally made the connection that that diet, what I put into my body actually makes a difference. I can't just go have chicken strips and Jojo's and pizza and lasagna every day and think that, you know, I'm going to be a fit as a fiddle my whole life. Right. It's inputs. We have, our body is a system. And from an engineering standpoint, you have input and you have output in the middle, transport, conversion, and storage. We won't get into the details of it, but an intelligent system has four more components. It has a sensor and it can sense what's going on. And we've, I think, lost touch with our sensor. How do you feel when you eat that food? Or how do you feel when you drink that? Or how do you feel when you go to bed late and you don't get a good night's sleep? Or when you do get a good night's sleep, how do you feel? That sensor then can is good information for our controller for us to make those choices. Do I put that as an input into my system or do I not do that and do a different input? And an intelligent system also has a goal. So if the goal is to be healthy and happy and basically wake up and feel good, which is our goal for everybody, we just want you to wake up and feel good. And if you're not waking up and feel good, then you have some, you, you, you need to be an intelligent system. You have to change those inputs. That's all it is. It's like really simple. And you know, having awareness of chemical toxicity is like, oh, wow, this is, this could be mind blowing because if you take this and run with it and you start getting better toothpaste and better shampoos and start changing these things. And I call them stacking the cards in the deck of health. Eventually you just keep adding, 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 adding the bad stuff will fall off. It'll give you up. You don't have to worry about quitting everything, change your environment. And, and, and your, your body will change how it expresses itself and good health will just come as an, it, it's naturally, it, it's yeah. naturally and get back to nature, you know, fresh foods, get outside, get in the dirt, friends, sunshine, all that kind of stuff. hundred percent. It's addition by subtraction in a lot of cases, you know, mm -hmm. it's like when you just start realizing, and, and this is where the value of, of a health coach comes in where, you know, people are overwhelmed. People don't know what's right or wrong. People don't have time to research stuff. People don't have time to start sorting through PubMed studies or even go to the Mayo Clinic website. Not to say that that's like the holy grail of, in, of health information, but, um, you know, it's like you need somebody to kind of guide you to say, look, uh, you know, like, what is your diet? You know, what, from day to day, what is your diet? What are you exposed to? Where can we make little changes? Cause that's the thing too, with diet is people get so overwhelmed with like, they think a diet, oh my God, I'm just going to be eating salads or I'm going to be shoving wheatgrass juice up my rear, you know? And it's like, oh, yeah. They, I, then they I, shut down. They yeah. Shut down. And it, it's too much. And then what you don't realize is like, no, you don't got maybe you can get to one day doing that. But like for the first year, if you were really dedicated you just make a couple little changes. And sometimes those little changes can be like all the difference in the world. You know, like Tony Robbins says, it's like, if you took a boat um, and you literally just shifted it one inch in its direction over the course of 4,000, 5,000 miles on a, on a boat, it's going to be in a completely different location, you know? So sometimes we just need like a one degree shift or a one little inch shifts. shift, little when shift, little, little substitution. And your life can be dramatically different. If you stick yeah, to when it. people come to us for coaching, I don't change their diet or getting doing exercise in the beginning at all. Yeah. They don't even have the foundation in place. First, we, we get them to get clear on their air, get their water, right. Um, start chewing their food really well. That's a foundational system. Um, that's very important. Avoiding liquids with meals and doing breath work before we eat. That's These good. are things that we put, this is our core four secrets. I can go into detail on it, but, um, that's foundational. Those things, those things move the needle so much. And three of them are free. They mm -hmm. don't cost anything. Right. Yeah. They are profound. And we actually, that's that. I told you we have a free gift that core four secrets manual is, um, I'll give that away as a gift at the end. 
yeah, I like the breath work before eating the focus on chewing. It's so funny. Cause sometimes I forget that myself. I, I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have the greatest habits. Um, because it's just so easy to like want to eat and dive into your phone or mm-hmm. watch YouTube or whatever it is. And, um, for most people, that's a problem. Uh, you know, but again, like you said, it's free. You don't got to buy products. You could sit there and go, okay, take a second before, like it made sense to me now why they, why families used to sit down at a dinner table and say grace or say a prayer before they ate, you know, religion aside, when you just, you dial into the moment and you go, I'm here, I'm present. There's like a, there's a, it happens in a, in a split second where your body goes, Oh yeah, we're here. We're present. Let's turn on the blood flow to the stomach. Let's mm-hmm. turn on the parasympathetic nervous system, you know, and then you start going, you become mindful and you go, Oh, this food isn't going to chew itself. You know, like the amount of times I've sat down with friends, with family to eat a meal. And now I'm the last guy who finishes, you know, because I'm sitting there and I'm like, just subconsciously, like making sure I chew 20, 30 bites per chew while, you know, I've got buddies who it's like, they get a, like a full, you know, T-bone steak. And that thing is gone in less than three minutes, you know? Um, so these little things that people work on chewing food, saying, uh, uh, you know, doing breath work or whatever it is, just dialing in to your parasympathetic nervous, um, innate intelligence to be able to properly digest food is the most important thing you can do for your health or one of the most important things to do for your health by far. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So with these different products, um, you know, that you work with, you know, because we off air, we haven't talked too much about it yet, but let's talk a little bit about supplements, you know, because I know, uh, you, you have some supplements and you are big into the more natural health realm, avoiding chemicals. So I'm excited to hear, you know, a little bit about the products that you have and, you know, kind of the sourcing that you do and, and, you know, kind of your whole philosophy when it comes to nutritional supplements. Well, yeah, as a health coach, um, well, actually when I first left Hippocrates, I'm like, they were trying to push me on a bunch of supplements too. The only one that really made sense to me was digestive enzymes at that time. But I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to heal naturally. I'm going to go all organic. But after a couple of years, I realized through my studies that, you know, 85% of the nutrients have been farmed out of the soil. So if it's not in the soil, it won't be in the plant that you're eating or the animal that ate the plant. So basically what we've got going on over here in America and other developed nations like Canada and Ireland and places like this, and is that where we're literally walking around on 15% octane. I mean, people don't even know what it's like to be on hundred percent octane or hundred percent fuel. Cause it's just gone. So that's when I was like, Oh my God, supplementation is not a luxury. It's a necessity. We have to replace what's missing just to get back to par back to where we should be. So that's when I started introducing that back into my life. And that's when it took my health went boom, boom, went up a couple levels like noticeably different. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. I wish I had done this in the beginning. I should have listened to them at the Institute. <laughs> they knew better than me. I've been doing it 60 years. I don't know. I was a little stubborn. And, um, and then I just, you know, I, I started reading labels on food labels and drinks and, and supplements. And I, I started going down rabbit holes and calling companies and say, what's this? And what's this? And it says natural flavors. What, what does that mean? What are the flavors? And then I found out by law that the natural flavors for 70 years means that only 10% can be natural and 90% can be chemical, completely duping people. That's why I say when you read a label and it says natural flavors, don't walk to the door, run, get away from that stuff as fast as possible. So what we do, um, what happened was, is um, I, I used to do protein powders. I don't do them anymore um, for a lot of reasons that we can get into if you want. But uh, on this one protein powder, that was a plant-based one. All of a sudden there was xanthan gum and 
I didn't know what that was. So I went and looked it up and I was like fermented or mutated corn syrup fermented in bacteria. I was like, what the hell is this? And they use it as an emulsifier. So when I was shaking that protein shake, it wouldn't settle because God forbid you have to shake your drink twice or three times while you're drinking it. Cause we're lazy. They just want it to be super convenient, but I didn't want to put mutated corn syrup fermented in bacteria in my body. So I had to call all my coaching students and tell them, Hey, did you see these new bottles? They put this Xantham gum thing in there. It's not cool. Send it back, get your money back. And I'll get on my, I'll, I'll, I'll do some homework and I'll find an, a new product for us. This kept happening and I got tired of doing it. And then through frustration and, and, and uh, just a, you know, synchronistic occurrence with one of my clients, um, um, I decided to create our own supplements and that way I knew what was going in them. And it, it was hard, dude, because it, I, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I called around 30 different labs. And then finally I was introduced to Dr. Scott Treadway, who's our current formulator. Nobody even knew what I was talking about. Cause I wanted to do curly and photography after formulation and after processing and when it was done. And what that does is it measures the electric or life force of the product. It's like, it's like a night scope kind of, you could see the energetics coming off of whatever it's looking at like a human body. It's actually quite amazing. I saw videos where they filmed a, like a, an older man, like a grandpa and like a four-year-old um, running around a chair. Like he's in a rocking chair and, and the four-year-old has like a, like comet trail behind him of energy. So zoom, zoom. And then when he touched grandpa, they both lit up. And then another woman walking in the beach. And when she touched the, the water, how she lit up. And it was just, it's, it's quite tremendous, this curly in photography. And then none of the labs even knew what I was talking about. They kind of turned their head sideways like a dog. They never heard of it. I was going to go with a lab in Idaho that I liked. They seemed like pretty cool guys. But then I met Dr. Treadway and I said, do you know about curly in photography? He's like, oh yes, we have two of those machines here. And I was like, really? I was like, wow. And I go, do you test? He's like, yeah. And then, so we just hit it off and he is super healthy himself. He's in his seventies. His skin looks like he's 35. He's into meditation and yoga. He's been doing a long time and he's super into naturally occurring substances, meaning nothing man-made all nature. Um, he actually trained in India, uh, under two lineages. He was supposed to be a medical doctor, went to Cornell university and walked away from it because it wasn't in line with his values. And then he went to naturopathic school and actually walked away from that. And then ended up flying to India to train under the Ayurvedic technology there and a couple um, clinics and he became a master herbalist um, for thousands of years of apprenticeship. He learned over there that was downloaded to him. And then he went on to become a master herbalist in Chinese herbology and Western herbology. So he was very steeped in how nature works and how to package it and how the synergies of certain things work together in different amounts. And we were very fortunate to bring him on and, and we launched our products and we've been slowly adding new products and, um, and uh, now we ship worldwide and, and people have, we have a place people can go now. We're like a needle in a haystack where we actually care. Um, I put the best stuff in there that we possibly can get on. And I, I build all the products for me personally. I take almost all of them and, um, and people get results. And that's just, that's what we've been up to. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. I, you know, I, it's the thing about the supplement industry. Uh, again, we were, we were talking about this offline, but it's a hundred billion dollar industry and chronic illness in the United States is constantly increasing. It's the highest it's ever been. And it just keeps getting worse and worse. Um, and that's not for people, for lack of people taking supplements, people are taking supplements. In fact, uh, you know, I know a lot of people who are taking, I mean, mountains of supplements and they're always looking for more. It's like, well, you shouldn't have to take so many supplements. I think I'm like you, where I, I, I've, for a long time, I was kind of against supplements. And then, you know, there was a point where I go, man, we are so polluted 
we are under so much stress again, from the chemicals, the molds, the, the diet, the things like this, that it's like, we have to come with superhuman, uh, superhuman nutrition just to stay at, you know, par just to stay right. even. Right. Um, so I, I, I think supplements are absolutely necessary. The problem is, is that there's, there's supplements are a business. And, you know, when it comes to supplement manufacturing, supplement companies are saying, how can I get the most product out for the least amount of money input? And a lot of times what that requires is all of these additional chemicals, all of these flavorings and colorings and sweeteners and things like the xanathan gum, which, you know, makes it, uh, you know, gives a smoothie an actual, like, smoothie desired texture versus like you said, a more natural thing where you got to shake it all the time. Um, the food colorings, all that stuff, completely denature the value of this stuff, but it, it adds to these companies bottom line, which is why you do have to go a few extra steps to find, you know, underdogs like yourself who are doing a few extra steps to make sure that the product is right so that it works. You know, it's the measure twice cut once thing, you know, most of these supplement companies are measuring once, maybe not measuring at all. And, you know, cutting a few times, uh, whereas you need somebody who's going, no, I'm doing all of this background work first and then putting out a premium product that is that I've spent a little bit more time and money on to make sure that you get a better value. So What's well, also in line great. with my moral values. Sure. I, let's shed some light on this because a lot of people don't know that 85% of the supplements in the market are owned by pharmaceutical companies. They're purely oh, synthetic. 92% of supplements in the market are synthetic. I mean, they're acid-based. They don't work well with your carbon-based body and they never will. They might give you an effect for a short period of time, but they're not going to work long-term and they're going to eventually destroy your immune system. So what you have left is the 8% that are food-based or herbal or a combination of those things. But of those... There's these things called other ingredients. They're called excipients, binders, fillers, and flow agents. These are things that will bind capsules together. They will fill in capsules because synthetics, when you put them, they don't take up a lot of room. So could you imagine Americans are not going to buy empty capsules with a little bit of synthetic dust in the bottom. They got to fill it up. That's a filler, right? Or flow agents, very typical. So in these high production encapsulation machines, the raw materials can get stuck or the synthetics can get stuck. So they put these flow agents in there to get them to flow through very quickly for speed of encapsulation, which is great for their bottom line, but not so great for your, for yourself. Now on our products, like you'll see on ours, you know, labels, label space, space on labels is it's, it's um, very important to get your message out and do a whole bunch of different stuff and put all your logos and all that stuff. And we take, we put on ours in red, big, no magnesium sterate, no silicon dioxide, no dicalcium phosphate. These are three of the top excipients, these binders, fillers, and flow agents that are used in the process of making these things. So the way I look at it is like, let's say, Eric, um, you and I are brothers and our mom has, she's like the state champion brownie recipe and she's going to nationals. Everybody in town loves her brownie. She won the county fair. She won the state fair. Now she's going to nationals. Her brownies are amazing. You and I show up at her house and she's making brownies. And, and, and we're like, Whoa, yeah, we want to eat those. And she's like, well, hold on a second. I want to let you know something. I changed the recipe on these. You're like, what are you talking about, mom? Well, it's the exact same recipe, but this one, I put one other ingredient in there. It's just a little bit, you won't even notice it. It's the tiniest amount, but I just want to let you know it's in there. And it's like, well, what is it? Well, it's, it's such a small amount. You won't even know, but I put just a little tiny bit of cat poop in there. Mm. And you and I are going to be like, dude, that's freaking nasty. Like I ain't, you know, uh, you know, Garfield's poop. That's we throw the brownies down. That's disgusting. 
Well, that's basically what's going on in the supplement industry. You can have a really good product. And I see this all the time. There's guys like you and me that'll have a supplement company. I've worked, I've already helped like over 12 companies clean up their mess that they didn't even know they had because they work really hard and they, they, they've got a good formula, they think, but then they send it to the manufacturer and then the manufacturer uses these toxic excipients. Right. Silicon dioxide is a level three toxin on the EPA's toxin list, yet it's in most supplements because somebody said it's okay in small amounts. For me, I have no, I, I, an other ingredient is still an ingredient you're ingesting. And if you're taking supplements on a daily basis, I, I challenge everybody to read your labels. It yeah. says right on the front of our, our, our website at chemicalfreebody.com. We dare you to read our labels. We dare you. We want you to read them. And we want you to read those three, no magnesium stearate, no silicon dioxide, no dicalcium phosphate, and go check your supplements. You'll find out that 95% of what you got in the cupboard has that crap in there. And it's all bioaccumulating in your body. Mm -hmm. We are trying to help people get synthetic chemicals out. We're not going to freaking put them into our supplements just for speed of production or because we don't know. So I'm trying to bring some awareness on this and start shifting the entire industry back to so what if it, you have a little bit less profit margin? It's not worth your soul or just get educated on this and change your product mix and, and, and improve on it and get this stuff out of there. People are buying this stuff. We go work our butts off. We leave our families, we pay taxes and we take some of our money and we're investing in these supplements to do what? Boost our immune system so we can wake up and feel good. And a lot of times people are buying stuff that's like you said, um, uh, it's, it's tearing their health down. And like, even before I got into the industry, one of my clients, when I was a mortgage broker years ago, he owned a porta potty business and he, and he showed me something. He goes, watch this. And he's spraying the poop. And guess what? Tons of vitamins. You could see them. They were still whole. Yeah. You could even see mm. Centrum and stuff like we're still on the label. They, they just go through you. They're not even breaking down, but yeah. there's toxins in them too. So anyway, you get what you pay for. And you just have to do a little research and, and find companies like ours that actually have a heartbeat that are trying to do good stuff. And if you ever see a big company buy me out, don't buy the products anymore because <laughs> <I mean, laughs> they will, they will probably change what the ingredients are and, and the way the labels are today. Unfortunately, they're putting synthetics in products that you wouldn't even think are synthetic because it says organic on it, but through the labeling laws, they're doing something really diabolical. They take yeast, which is a natural substance occurring in nature they force feed it a synthetic and somehow the synthetic disappears it manu it transmutes into a naturally occurring substance no and they put that yeast into the product because it's it's more profitable for them and they have a synthetic and then they can put oh we have x amount of vitamin c as an example but if you see vitamin c on your label and in parentheses it says ascorbic acid that's a synthetic chemical made in a lab. That's the shadow of the full spectrum bioflavonoids and all the cofactors that would come in a naturally occurring vitamin C from the, uh, you know, Arceola cherry or from the Camu Camu berry or from the Almla berry, which is my favorite. So it should say in parentheses behind it, vitamin C from the Almla berry or from Camu Camu or from Arceola or, or a naturally occurring source. That's how, you know, you have a whole food supplement, but then you got to go down to the other ingredients and check and make sure there's no um, toxic ingredients in there. And then once you've established both of those and you've called them and you know, they're not using synthetics uh, through that yeast manufacturing process. Now you've got yourself something that you actually want to put in your body. Yeah. Oh man, that is such gold right there. I like, I hope people listen to that and replay what you just said, because you know, especially when this whole COVID thing happened and, you know, a lot of natural health people were going out and saying, well, you need to take more vitamin C, take more vitamin C. 
And I'm sitting back there and I'm going, they're going to get the ascorbic acid. They're going to get the ascorbic acid. And that's hot garbage. It's, it's basically, it's just about nothing. You know, it's like you just squeeze a lemon into your mouth, do that. That's, you're going to get more value out of that than going, getting ascorbic acid, vitamin C from, you know, I was just about to say a company, but I'm not going to say it. Um, yeah, a good idea. yeah but it, it's just like, if you go on Amazon and you're looking at vitamin C products, you're going to see ascorbic acid. So, and they're going to go, well, it's vitamin C. No, it's, it's synthesized vitamin C. You know, vitamin C is part of an entire entourage effect of vitamin C that come together with, like you said, all the different flavonoids and all the different constituents of the vitamin C molecule to give you, you know, a, uh, essentially what your body is looking for when it's looking for vitamin C. Um, yeah. so, and, and this is true for so many supplements out there, amino acids, all the, like they all work together with other things, you know, we can't like nutritionize ourselves so much to where it's like, you know, you look at some people's supplement stacks and it's like, you know, they have 20 different amino acids. Like, why don't you just, I don't know, eat a steak or something, right. Or eat a high protein meal, because that's how you're going to get all the amino acids. You're basically kind of putting together your own like Thanksgiving dinner of supplements where you could just eat the whole food and take like a digestive enzyme. So you better break it down or something, but, mm -hmm. um, man, such good stuff, Tim. I wish we had some more time to chat, but I know, uh, we have some hard outs here. Uh, I would love to send people your way so they can learn more about you. Uh, take a look at your different products, take a look at your website. Where is the best place for someone to go to learn more about what you're doing? Well, first, Eric, I got a challenge for you. I'd like to send you some products and have you uh, do some testing and maybe get me back on in 60 or 90 days and we can do a recap. Yeah, I, I very, <laughs> I, I never say no to free stuff. So send it my way, <laughs> okay, my friend. Cool, brother. So if people want to reach us or try out the products, just go to chemicalfreebody.com and just start surfing around there at chemicalfreebody.com. A little uh, box will pop up and that's where you can get your free gift. We'll send you that um, instantly access that uh, our um, core four secrets manual which is how we start off all of our coaching, paid coaching clients. And that's a really powerful thing because three of the four things in there don't cost anything to boost your health big time. It's the foundation. If you're interested in the products, I'll show you how to get a discount because we have a lot of them. Just go to products tab and scroll down to the savings bundles. And we have a little jumpstart bundle or you can go all the way up and do the total energy and detox bundle. And I would recommend, I also do, we have a new uh, uh, specialized machine. We have a turmeric product that's like 185 times more absorbable and anti-inflammatory. It's a breakthrough technology we've got at the lab and we are beginning, we're going to be rolling out a multi-mushroom, which is a nootropic immunity deal that's coming out. Um, we have a V-Stack product that will be um, vitamin C, vitamin D3, vitamin A, quercetin, zinc, fulvic humic acids, all mm. super absorbable, all that kind of stuff. But anyway, just pick a bundle that fits or resonates with you or your budget. And then at checkout, they can put in holistic nootropics and get an additional 5% discount. So just put in the code holistic nootropics. Um, that's courtesy of Eric. You get a double discount and we have a double your money back guarantee on all of our products because we know they work. And if for some reason they don't just call us and we'll probably put you on the phone with myself or another one of our coaches and we will find a replacement product. Even if it's not in our mix, we have other companies that we recommend. Our products are just part of our toolkit over here. We're primarily a coaching company. The products and supplement detox nutrition stuff came secondary. They're just part of our toolkit and we have a lot of things. And sometimes it's not even a product that you need. Sometimes you might just need some breath work mm -hmm. and be doing that consistently, or you might need a, a certain type of stretch, like if you have a lower back pain, right? Or um, maybe you need a spook mat, right? Just the acupressure mat that helps with that. So we, we help people with all kinds of little hacks that we've developed over the last 11 years in my journey. 
And we really want to help people do, you know, one thing, wake up and feel good. Awesome. Love it. When we uh, publish this, we'll put a link to the show notes. We'll put a link to all of these great um, places, uh, chemicalfreebody.com. We'll send you on over there. And then to, is, is all of this on chemicalfreebody.com? Yeah. Okay. My podcast is there too. If they want to check out episodes, um, we've got, we're approaching a hundred episodes. We're getting close to that mark. That's exciting. Awesome. And I will try your stuff and I will give you, I will give you my honest feedback. Um, you know, I'm, a uh, I'm like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a Guinea pig biohacker. So <laughs> I'm constantly putting new stuff down my gullet and, uh, hopefully, you know, I'm not radioactive at this point. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but Tim, this has been a blast. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Again, we'll link everybody on over to your site, use the code holistic nootropics on his site when you check out and you will save some big money. Otherwise, if you enjoyed the podcast, give it a big thumbs up, subscribe. And if you want to learn more about supplements, head on over to holisticnootropics.com. Download a copy of the free supplement buying guide. Until next time, everybody. Peace. Thanks for listening. For more brain boosting info, in-depth articles and show notes, check out holisticnootropics.com.